Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. Looking out uh, from the members' lounge onto the practice screens, unfortunately... They are, uh, they're barren, except for uh, a couple of, um, well, little goslings uh, bathing themselves in the puddles on the green. Yeah, nobody's playing yet this today, and uh, there's a possibility they won't be playing. Uh, we'll just have to see. You know, part of the fence blew down here. Did you notice that? Or yeah. is that guys walking through? Squeegee in the greens. No, the, the fence has blown over a couple of times. The wind is still here. The rain is still coming down here in Westland at the Oregon Golf Club. Uh, and officially, third-round play is suspended until 11.15 a.m. this morning. Uh, but the uh, tournament committee here at the Cambia Portland Classic continues to meet and monitor things. Uh, they got in all 36 holes of the first two rounds yesterday, there was some thought the rain might come towards the end of play yesterday afternoon. Right. Fortunately, that held off, uh, and it kicked in around 10.30, 11 o'clock last night and uh, came in buckets. Um, and so part of the difficulty is, well, yes, we're used to rain in the northwest. Courses are designed to handle drainage, but having had uh, teaspoons full worth of rain the entire four months previous, the ground's just not equipped to handle it and doesn't know what to do with it. No, it's the ground is very hard. So if you've been out playing, you know how firm the greens are, how firm the fairways are, how stressed the trees are on the golf courses right now. So uh, it's been kind of a rough summer. Uh, not often do we get to 116, actually never. And uh, we reached that. Uh, and now all of a sudden the rain starts dumping 
Uh, we came down 205 to get here, and there were a couple of cars off to the side, some accidents. So if you're out there and you have to be out there, this is the uh, – they don't let me do the traffic report. I'm taking it on you myself to do it. You might get today because we, we need to do traffic and weather all during Ducks pregame following us. So you might come with me back to the studio here Okay, shortly. well, the, re- the weather is really crappy, and the <laughs> traffic uh, – be careful out there on the roads. So, yes, do be careful. Uh, we will have uh, all of the uh, Ducks pregame festivities coming up following us. Center and state at 10. couple of things to note here. Uh, Jeff Rust is our uh, producer today and will be all throughout the day. We wish Will Darkins and his lovely wife all, uh, all our good thoughts and wishes are with them as uh, – it appears to be baby time. Well, congratulations to Will. And, so we're, and, we're anxiously yeah. awaiting word of uh, everything going well, but uh, so Will is preoccupied right now. Well, as nervous as he gets just running our show, yes. uh, this has got to be way outside his comfort zone. Yes. So, uh, so we're in, uh, we're in uh, two-minute uh, two offense, uh, calling <laughs> audibles left and right here all day long. Uh, but we do have a full show for you here at this special edition show for the Cambia Portland Classic. And uh, Tom Abbott from Golf Channel will be joining us here in about 10 minutes or so. Very excited to talk to him. Uh, he's uh, anchoring in the booth here uh, for whenever coverage resumes. And if they can't uh, get started today, there will likely be a Monday finish. Uh, but we're anxious to talk to him uh, coming down and joining us. And then at 830, uh, Joe Hallett, <clears throat> longtime PGA uh, teaching professional, one of the top instructors uh, in the country, works with Stacy Lewis, among other uh, LPGA professionals. We're going to get on the phone with him. He was out here earlier helping her, um, but has uh, gone home. As I have a frog in my throat all of a sudden. Yeah, the really. So I'll take over. Go ahead. That's part of the uh, technical difficulties we have is that uh, Swag has uh, caught a frog. Uh, and that frog came out of one of the puddles that's out on the golf course. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, Joe Hallett. Uh, I see him every year here, uh, and he is a top instructor. Um, You can't be working with uh, tour players without being a top instructor, and he is certainly, in my opinion, one of the best. Well, and we'll talk with him, what he works with, you know, Stacey Lewis, who has been a former world number one ranked player, a consistent uh, top performer on the LPGA Tour for, you know, she's one of the stalwart veterans now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And for somebody that doesn't have the length of some of the younger players now getting the most out of it because I think, you know, we look at the PGA Tour and we look at what Brooks Kepka and Tony Finau and Bryson DeChambeau do and, and it just doesn't translate. But here is Stacy Lewis who maybe drives it between 250 and 260 on a good day. Right, which is 20 yards past you it's and 20 40 yards past, yards past me. Past me. So, so. Um, so, yeah, so focus, and this is the thing. Uh, one other note, if they resume play today, there, there will be no spectators today due to just the conditions and safety of everyone. They're just focused to see if they can get the golf course mm-hmm. ready to go. So the paths and everything walking around, we've talked about the elevation of this place and the changes and all that sort of stuff. So if they are able to play today, it'll just be players and, and whatever on-course people are necessary to, to support the tournament. Uh, they are hoping to have you back out Sunday if there is a Monday finish. The weather looks great for Monday, so um, tickets, of course, would be honored then for Monday. Yeah, and and do come out if they open this back up. Uh, Unfortunately, you won't be able to see any play today. It can get pretty slippery out there, and we don't want people ending up in the ponds. No, no. 
Uh, we don't, certainly don't want that. So plenty to get to. We'll do a little Ryder Cup preview at some point as well. But as always, we start by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards. The latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. We'll focus on just the PGA and LPGA Tour today. There is an event, the Dutch Open, going on in the European Tour, and the Senior Tour is in action. But it is the first of the 47 events for the new 2021-2022 PGA Tour season. Uh, you used to know it as the Safeway Classic. It is now the Fortinent Championship down at Napa at Silverado Resort and Spa. And uh, a lot of youngsters looking for their first victories atop the leaderboard, led by Maverick McNeely, who is 12 under. Uh, Bo Hostler at 10 under. Mito Pereira, who got the uh, the battlefield uh, promotion, the three-tour, one-three uh, Corn Ferry Tour events, got the promotion as uh, Tom Abbott is uh, here early, prompt and early, as we would expect him. Troy Merritt, Will Zalatoris, who was named Rookie of the Year by the players, even though he did not have status on the PGA Tour there for quite some time. I thought that was a, a great gesture by the players to recognize him, and certainly I think something the Player Advisory Committee may be looking at as to how to define rookies and get guys status who certainly are worthy of it. Yeah, I don't know if a change will be coming. It's very difficult to make those changes, uh, even though there's good reason to do it. Um, and as you said, this this particular tournament, there were 26 rookies out there. Ten of them made the cut. Uh, so this is an opportunity early in the season to get out there, uh, make some noise, maybe secure your card for another couple of years. Well, and you look at the top with Maverick McNeely and Bo Hostler, a couple of guys who, when they were at the collegiate level, we heard their names. Right. They were the top amateurs. Uh, and expected so much from them, and it hasn't happened as quickly. And you've got to wonder that mentality for guys that for so long uh, thought they were going to get out there. They've seen other guys do it, hit, get success early, get that first tournament victory early in their careers. So the urgency for them uh, versus some veterans. Phil's in the field. He made the cut, but John Rahm didn't make the cut. And you got to think the urgency for him coming off of – all the, the tour finals, and now he's getting ready for the Ryder Cup, where this is not that important for him. But guys who want to get that victory, get that two-year exemption, there's a little more urgency. Yeah, really, for Rom, he's got to be disappointed he wasn't selected by his fellow players as uh, Player of the Year, uh, which was given to Patrick Cantley. Uh, and I think well-deserved. Uh, you, you win four times over a guy who wins once. Uh, I think you have to look at that as as Pretty good resume. And one of the tournaments he won, John Rahm had a six-shot lead at the Memorial. That doesn't then, count. It just doesn't count. It's like he wasn't there. So <laughs> you can't consider, well, maybe he saying. could have done this. That's now, true. I will say that the uh, uh, his stats were actually better than Cantley's. So yeah. if you go through step-by-step, uh, uh, greens hit and regulation, uh, putts and, and scoring average, amount of money made, uh, John Rahm was ahead of Cantley. Yeah. But uh, you're right. He's got to be exhausted. He's getting ready for the, for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, you can get out there a little bit earlier and uh, start to get settled into Wisconsin, and uh, yeah. that'll probably be an okay thing for him. But we are here, the LPGA through 36 holes. Tom's just going to throw the headset on right now, so we're going to uh, have him join us. Thanks so much, Tom, for uh, coming on down. Tom Abbott from Golf Channel. Uh, he's the voice you hear in the tower anchoring their coverage. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us. It's good to be with you. I like the fact that you're in a bar. 
That's uh, that's that's probably the best location I've had for a radio interview recently. Yeah, um, we were just scouting locations. It's like, oh, the rain's coming. Where can we go? And it's like windows right here, looking out over the practice. I thought screen. you might have some cocktails on the go. Hey, I'll I'll pour whatever though is open back there. We can. Uh, Looks we can like we've got a good selection back yeah, there. That's yeah. right. Good well, I think doing our show world. from a bar is a step up for us. We spend commentary from the bar. That <laughs> might might make it better. Uh, yeah. Well, they've got they've got Tito's on ten over there for you, right near eighteen. I Perfect. think if you, you got some elevated uh, chairs, you might could just uh, hang out there. It might be Tito's and water today. <laughs> <laughs> well, plenty of water. Of course, we're getting to the leaderboard here for the uh, Cambio Portland Classic. Jin Young Ko had an outstanding second round, sixty-seven, six birdies, one bogey. Uh, numbers that after the first round, maybe we weren't expecting to see. And uh, Jim Dryberg from Scotland won back at 7-under. Carlotta Saganda at 5-under. And then uh, the logjam starts at 4-under par. But Virginia and Co., um, you know, based on the first round, we saw 3-under, 4-under, kind of a logjam there. Did you really see, knowing what the course was, somebody really tearing it up? I think just 21 putts for her round. Yeah, she's putted very well over the first couple of days. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think... When you look at the the field here this week, uh, Jin Young was obviously going to be a favourite with being the highest ranked player in the field, um, and I think she uh, she's well rested, having had a bit of time off. Didn't play in the Selheim Cup for for obvious reasons. She's from South Korea, and they're they're obviously not eligible to play with it being Europe versus the U.S. So I think she was sort of well rested, had some time back home, and then. Um, is preparing now for a busy end to the season and this golf course is very tough mm -hmm. you know if you look at the the scores after round one 68 was the highest uh, leading first round score in an LPGA event this yeah. year so th this is a tough golf course um, but she's managed to 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 play very well over the first couple of days but when you putt like she's putted that makes a <laughs> huge difference <laughs> you, know, you have that the, that uh, fewer putts you're going to be right up there well, in this golf course, uh, is this your first time seeing this golf course? First time seeing Oregon Golf Club, yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, tough to walk. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. going to be a real challenge. Uh, yeah. And as you say, the scoring average is uh, 74, uh, both rounds. That's pretty high. Uh, from your estimation, why would the scoring averages be so high here as opposed to Columbia Edgewater? How do you compare the two? Well, I think this golf course has a lot of danger, you know, lurking off the tee for a certain uh, certain number of holes, but certainly with the approach shots, you've mm. got to be very accurate. The other issue, well, not issue, but the other challenge with this with this course are the greens are pretty quick. You know, they don't necessarily look fast, but they are quite quick, and I think they've caught a number of players out. It's why Jin Young Ko is so impressive. Uh, but you need to work the golf ball both ways, draw it and uh, fade it off the tee on a number of different holes. And, uh, you know, that can be quite challenging for, for certain players. Jin Young Ko just hits it dead straight. So, yeah. she, she, you know, on a hole where she needs to move the ball left to right, she just aims down the right and hits it down the tree line. Um, but, uh, you know, I think this has been a real challenge. The elevation changes, that's tough um, on a number of different holes. And uh, so I think you know, it's a combined factor that, that makes this, uh, this a really difficult golf course. And um, we didn't have too much breeze yesterday. I know it kicked up late in the day, um, but, it, you know, it could be even tougher. You know, they went out and played now. Yeah. Goodness yeah. me. It'd be, I can see those flags blowing around there by the putting green. It'd be, it'd be really, really difficult. Well, if they get out there, it's going to be lift, clean, and place the players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's tough right now. Uh, 
The uh, greens uh, for the last couple of days were quite firm. So I was seeing players hit just short and rolling it up. And the ball was releasing so quickly, particularly on the par fives where the players wanted to get a little reward. And those balls hitting the front of the green were off the back. Uh, I don't anticipate with all this rain that'll uh, be the same problem. <laughs> no, it's going to soften up the golf course a tremendous amount. Um yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're going to get out and play today. I think we're close to getting an announcement about play potentially being cancelled for the day. But um, tomorrow, assuming they play tomorrow, it uh, it is going to be very, very soft. But they already played if clean in place over the first uh, couple of days. So, you know, they're sort of well-versed for that. Tom Abbott, our guest here, uh, anchoring Golf Channel's coverage of the Cambia Portland Classic. A uh, little behind the scenes, so as we're waiting, obviously the delay right now is to 11.15, but... That's uh, the rain is not letting up, and uh, is there some expectation? How does that affect uh, coverage and what goes on kind of behind this? You guys are waiting as yeah, much as I'm the Yeah, I'm checking my phone are. here to see if I have <laughs> an update. Uh, producer just texted us. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're in a holding pattern. I mean, if, if um, play were to start at 11.15, then we were on the air at noon, so we would go on as normal, and I think... Uh, we would continue all the way until the end of the day. So it could be a very long day for <laughs> us. Um, and I think it gets dark at about 7.15. Yeah, sunsets around seven, seven fifteen. Right. So, so we, it could be a seven-hour day. But um, We're going to save a seat in the bar for yeah, you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I might sleep here, actually. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it, we'll just have to see. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. Uh, there's a, you know, obviously, back in Connecticut, where NBC Sports is headquartered, people make decisions back there, and we sort of follow the lead, and then they obviously have to you know, get a sense of what's going on on the ground. The LPGA has a say in what's going on. Uh, how it's going to play out for the next day, whether they're going to play Monday, whether they're going to try and play 54 holes, 72 holes. There's a lot of things that go into it. Um, and then we just wait for, for yeah. notification. But uh, obviously overtime is another issue as well. It's a financial issue because yes. people get paid hourly who work on our crew. So there are a lot of things that go into this. It's not just a case of, oh, let's go out there and make some TV. There's a lot of things that go into it. <laughs> <laughs> overtime? It's overtime. I, I, we don't know that. overtime. Yeah, not, not <laughs> why, actually. Yeah, no, just, I, yeah. I'm just the salaried guy at the radio <laughs> yeah. station. They just throw me wherever. So as we talk here with Tom Abbott, um, obviously um, we saw a lot of the players from the U.S. Uh, Soham Cup team decide not to come out here. Uh, some, they're probably just exhausted from the schedule, especially those, you know, Nelly Korda playing in the Olympics and then going over to play in the Women's British Open. And then uh, so you understand it. But I wonder how much the loss and it, and they were fighting from the very beginning. The European team kind of came out, took control of that, and held them off at the end. But you just wonder where they are mentally after that Solheim Cup. Yeah, where I, mean, I think a lot of the U.S. players are very disappointed. I'm disappointed that we didn't see some more uh, European players come and play here, especially uh, the defending champion, Georgia Hall. I think very disappointed that she didn't play. I can understand why You know, she wanted a few more weeks uh, rest before sort of getting into the, the meat of the end of the season. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think the, the one thing which is tough here for this for this tournament is the fact that it, it's on the West Coast um, on its own, kind of on the West Coast. Yeah. And the, the, the scheduling is, is, is tricky um, for the Cambia-Portland Classic, and it's something that, I, you know, I think the Tour is obviously uh, looking at and, um, and, and trying to figure out a, a way where players don't always feel like they have to come 
all the way out here. I mean, I came from London, so yeah. uh, you know, uh, why can't you come from Florida? <laughs> <laughs> um, That's right. But uh, <laughs> weirdly, how about this? It's only three hours longer flight from London than it is from Florida. Bizarre. It's the curvature of the Earth and the way it's strange. Really? Yeah, it was nine yeah. hours. Do you go over the pole? Yeah, we went over top of Canada, but it's okay. nine hours from London. It's six hours from Florida. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I think that is a factor. Um, and, you know, I, I, this is, there's so much history here. There's so much passion for, for the LPGA and for women's golf in this city. And I think people yeah. are very proud of Portland and they really want to show it off. And hopefully we can figure out a way in the future where, you know, it works a little bit better. Well, and that'll be something for the new commissioner. Obviously, there's been a commissioner change this year. Mike Wong going to the, to the USGA. And I'm curious um, how the players have responded so far. Uh, and then what, you know, Mike Wong's biggest thing was getting sponsors back, getting some more tournaments, putting some life back into things. And he did an outstanding job. I'm curious where the new commissioner picks up. Uh, we saw the, the Women's British Open announce that they're significantly increasing the, um, the purses. Uh, you would hope that that then is something maybe that comes forward over to the U.S. tournaments here uh, to boost the purses, keep the fields going. But what do you think are the most critical issues moving forward for the new commissioner? Well, I think money is a big, is a big one. Um, there's a new television deal which begins in January so that's obviously something that she's inherited and uh, she will have to, to figure out what she likes and doesn't like about, about that deal um, you know I don't really know much about it but uh, you know both sides obviously want the best <laughs> best out of the deal um, and uh, but I think money is a, is, a, is a big factor and you know the purses compared to the men um, uh, at some events are, are really quite low um, but it's very difficult to just get people to, to give you more money. You know, it, you know, you have to prove to them that there's some value to that. I think AIG obviously stepping up and, and doing a great job with the purse there at the uh, AIG Women's Open over in uh, the UK. But I think there are a number of events in the US that, that do need some help in terms of financials. But it's, it's not just a case of, of saying to somebody, well, you need to give us more money. You know, um, I think there, there needs to be some some real value shown to them uh, and that's a very difficult task and I think it's one that she <laughs> is obviously going to realize Molly Marcus Saman is the new mm -hmm. commissioner and she's this is very early days uh, she was here this week uh, we were at a dinner uh, on Thursday evening and and I think she's sort of meeting a lot of people and and getting a sense of how the tour works and how this organization works she's come from collegiate uh, sports she was the athletic director at Princeton so it's a very different uh, environment mm -hmm. that she's worked in but I think over the first couple of months, it's just a case of getting a sense of, of, of how it works and, and, and meeting everyone. And then I personally believe that the money issue is one of the, the big factors, but it's, it's not easy. And I think, uh, you know, there are a lot of people that have put a lot of effort and time in. I mean, if you looked at Cambia, for example, you know, they've yep. put a lot of money and they put a lot of uh, effort in. And then somebody comes along and says, but you've got to give us more. Yeah. You know, and they say, well, hold on a minute. I'm already giving you money. So I think, you know, th th that's a very difficult conversation and uh, not one that I envy her to be having, actually. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned uh, the uh, scheduling situation with the Cambia. Do you anticipate any other scheduling changes, anything that's going to... Well, really look different. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a new event uh, coming in Cincinnati next year in September, which obviously doesn't lead to Portland. Yeah. I mean, it's quite right. a long way from Cincinnati to Portland. But um, you know, I think the difficulty is when the tour comes to the West Coast, which is in the early part of of the year, in the springtime. The weather here is probably not great. <laughs> we sit yeah. here and it's pouring with rain now, mm -hmm. but. Um, 
but you know i think in sort of late april may probably wouldn't be the best time to be playing golf here august has always been a pretty good month for portland the weather's been perfect um but you know i think it's it's a difficult one i think the schedule is, is a big issue for this for this tournament Tom Abbott is our guest uh, anchoring the Golf Channel coverage here from the Canby Portland Classic. Um, and then we'll, uh, we'll get you out of here on this one. Regarding the schedule, I mean, I think if that MetaHeal event stays kind of where it is, it was sort of in June. And June, at least the weather's warmer. You might get some yeah. rain, but you can't. I mean, it can be 95. It can be 65. But, right. Um, but overall, professional golf events in this part of the country there's the boeing event for the, the no senior quality, tour yeah. uh we had the winco event on the corn ferry tour and and that's gone away how important is it for golf to at least have maybe a, another couple events so if they had four or five kind of in this area it might be, make things a little easier overall yeah i mean i think this is a great golf town. I mean, we had the chance to play Waverley mm -hmm. Country Club uh, mm -hmm. yesterday, which I thought was an absolutely incredible venue. I, I, I was blown away by, by by the setting there. The golf course was lovely. The greens were fantastic. I was I was really, really impressed with Waverley. Yeah. Uh, Tom Melitas, who's been so... Uh, important in this uh, in this tournament, uh, you know, said to us, we've got to go and play out there. And we tend to follow his advice, uh, you know, 80% of the time. <laughs> He's sitting over there giving me an evil eye. But um, but no, so we went out and played uh, Waverley, and that was fantastic. I think there are so many, you know, passionate golfers in this in this city, and uh, there's some really good golf courses. So I think it's important for, for Portland to have a tournament. And uh, but there are a lot of factors, and it's it's not just a case of oh let's have a golf tournament. You know I think as as we've talked about with the schedule and then the financials, you know I, I it is it is a is a difficult task. But I think there are a lot of people here who are really passionate about it. You have a great group in the Tournament Golf Foundation who are raising a lot of money, and I think when you've got all those uh, parts that come together, it, you know you can make it happen. Um, and hopefully going forward, it's just going to get better and better. Well, we hope we can make some golf happen here today. Maybe things are lightening up and there's a chance to get some holes played. But uh, if they are, you can see uh, Tom on Golf Channel with the entire crew. We uh, will come on the air. You'll come at on the air at noon, noon local. That's Whether right. we will have any golf to show you, I don't know. But we will <laughs> definitely come on the air at noon local. Well, we're available around <laughs> noon. Sure, we'll pop in. Exactly. <laughs> we had a, a great wine delivery in our booth as well. So. That's perfect. Yeah, how, got how Oregon. Well, there's a vineyard. Tumwater's right across yeah, the street. Yeah, well, maybe we can, you know, squeeze some grapes. I'm sure you <laughs> can uh, talk to them. They'll bring it over. Tom Abbott from Golf Channel. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes for Good us to this be morning. With you, yeah. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll hear I caught up with Jin Young Ko and with uh, Ellie uh, Slama after their rounds yesterday. A couple of uh, stories there. Jin Young Ko, the leader, and Ellie Slama, the amateur from Oregon State, as we continue. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back in to uh, the bar here at the Oregon Golf Club. And uh, I imagine uh, there'll be a lot of people uh, looking for a uh, cocktail here today with uh, the conditions they've got to deal with. Play is currently suspended until 11.15. There is uh, murmurs and chatters and rumors and speculations. They may not get any play in today. We will wait and see. Thanks again to Tom Abbott from Golf Channel for sitting with us. And they are waiting like everybody else to see if uh, the forecast is going to ease up at some point and maybe they can get some holes in this afternoon. Well, it looks like the rain is is now down to steady from sideways. Uh, we're going to sit here and uh, have a cocktail and eat donuts. Uh, the media yeah, media mimosas, center has offered Mary's, us whatever. plenty of donuts. Yeah, yeah, we got some old fashions, just right. like us. We're quite old fashioned. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Oh, anyway, okay. we're we're waiting to get out there. In the meantime, uh, this uh, actually is a it's a pretty exciting tournament. I I was out there watching the players. Um, this is a real challenge and a very tough yeah. golf course. Well, we for played them. in the pro am on Monday, right? With uh, Lindsey Weaver, who unfortunately had to withdraw after the first round of wrist injury. Uh, she could not have been more delightful. Uh, the young player from University of Arizona, and um, well, carrying the you guys, I know for eighteen holes had to be tough on yeah. her wrist and her back too. Yeah, so. But, uh, but we wish her well and we thank her. But, yeah, some of these holes, I mean, the first hole is 550-some-odd yards straight uphill, par five. Yep. And, uh, and as you mentioned, the greens were extremely firm uh, and quick. And so you really did have to try and manage yardage. So you're, all the stuff the caddies were doing, let alone lugging clubs up and down the, the terrain here. But uh, it, was, uh, it was quite a chore. Uh, for everybody to get around. And so we saw those low scores in the first round, which is why we were so surprised when Jin Young Ko put the round in the uh, and did it with the putter. I had a chance to catch up with her after her second round and uh, see just what changed from round one to round two. Congratulations on your round. Was there something in the first round that gave you confidence that you could post a score like this when nobody was going low early mm, on? Mm. I don't think so because I, I made it. I was, I did bogey three three in the row bogey last 
four holes yesterday, but it was a little, my confidence going a little lower, but I made a birdie last hole. It was like, like, yeah, it was okay. And I play with Patty and Angel, they hitting so far. So I, I try to don't look at her swing or distance. Mm, but yeah, uh, Patty played good today, so I want I wanted to following her, and that's why I played really good today. We've got a little cushion right now. Obviously, the afternoon wave just getting yeah. going. But how important, knowing the weather that's supposed to be coming, will it be to have a little bit of a cushion going into the weekend? Mm, it was a little lucky to play in the morning today, and yesterday in the morning wasn't good weather, so I'm lucky to have. I'm lucky to have play like this two time. Well, tomorrow's gonna be a little not good, but I want to keep it up. It's a it's so difficult to when you have weather situations, and this happens at every tournament, or potentially could happen at every tournament, where you get the luck of the draw, whether yeah. you have a morning or an afternoon, and you're going to have uh, both. It's whether it's the first day or the second day, and uh, you can have perfect weather in the morning, and the people in the afternoon nothing, or vice versa, and all of a sudden you're you're even par and everybody in the morning who had the great weather is, is shooting 67. So it's, it's just um, one of those issues that you can't avoid. Uh, I can tell you that the golf courses in the Northwest and particularly in our area, the, uh, the ball has been really rolling out. We talked about how firm the greens were, but we got to talk about the fairways too. There were some wet spots out there because of the, uh, Lack of rain. Lack of that, rain. They had to get water on yeah, the course. Yeah, you had so to get it out. And, and watering uh, 200 acres is not an easy thing uh, for any of you who. There's no flat spots on right. this course. Well, and Except it's just maybe for the greens. It's managing where the water goes, yeah. and it can be very uneven. So it's it's tough to to keep things. Uh, uh, in perfect conditions uh, over the entire golf course. Now, as you change, and if they get back out, completely different yeah. uh, situation. Well, and uh, Joe Hallett's going to join us here in just a couple of minutes. We'll see how he might advise uh, his uh, one of his star pupils, Stacy Lewis, on how to make the adjustments. But one of the players that will be very familiar with the conditions, and a great storyline here, uh, she was on a sponsor's exemption, uh, Ellie Slama. Uh, who is uh, going back for her fifth-year senior. She got the extra year of eligibility at Oregon State, one of the uh, top ten in scoring average in her career there. Had a tough round, uh, six over in the first round, and then came back, shot a three under 69 yesterday to make the cut as an amateur. And uh, I had a chance to catch up with her after her round. Congratulations on your round. Thank you so Making much. the cut. What was the difference? Nine shots between round one and round two. What did you learn yesterday Go that you applied today? Joe. Yeah, I learned a lot. Um, I didn't have a practice round, so I came straight from Albuquerque. So yesterday was kind of my practice round. Struggled with reading putts a lot, especially on the first nine. So today was a lot better. I was more confident with all my putts and hitting the ball well. So. Yeah. And you kind of lucked out with the weather here this morning. Wind picked up as the round went on, but uh, it's supposed to turn to some northwest sunshine tomorrow. <laughs> Playing so many years here in the northwest, 
you're prepared for that but what do you take with you how much confidence uh, going into the weekend yeah no i'm so used to playing in the rain it'll be fun i'm excited for it but yeah i mean the course is probably going to uh, get a little bit less dry which is probably good we'll get a little bit of um less roll on the greens they're pretty firm right now so that's going to be fine um, but i'll definitely have some longer irons into par fours and stuff so i'll just be working on my swing a little bit and keep making putts how much does a, a week like this a performance like today factor into your decision making to stay amateur or consider trying to go to q school symmetra in the future yeah i took my fifth year um because of covid and i'm excited to finish that out and get another degree but then we'll see next summer um it's just so fun and like i love being out here and everyone's so welcoming so i definitely am going to give it a shot at some point but yeah it's been fun how encouraging is it to see so much orange and black on the course with you so great <laughs> the amount of gobies i get is amazing so it's really fun so there you go. We saw uh, a lot of orange and black and expect to see that. So good luck to her. One of the great storylines. The other one, Laura Davies made the cut out here. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, you've got Ellie Slava, who's uh, 21, 22 years old, and then Laura Davies, uh, who's uh, 58. 58. Who will be 58. Yeah. And uh, came out here and slugged it around. So, uh, And that's one of the unique things about a course that really nobody's played. I think Caroline Inglis, mm -hmm. uh, the former duck, uh, is probably got the most experience on this. And speaking of experience, uh, very pleased to be welcoming to the show now uh, longtime PGA uh teaching instructor, one of the top 50 instructors uh, from Golf Range Magazine uh, and Golf Digest top 50 instructor list, uh, working with, among others, former world number one, Stacey Lewis, Joe Hallett, uh, joehalletgolf.com. Good morning, Joe. Thanks so much for uh, spending a few minutes with us. Uh, the weather has changed significantly since we saw you out here on the practice range. Has Stacey called you yet asking uh, how to make adjustments? Oh my gosh! At, you know, we we knew it was coming along this week, and uh, yeah. Speaking of experience, wasn't it great seeing Laura Davies make the cut? And I don't know if too many people caught what was going on there. And you guys might have already mentioned it. Trish Trish Johnson was caddying for her this week, and Trish had just come up with winning the LPGA Seniors at. Uh, uh, Goodness gracious, that Pete Dye course at French Lick, Indiana, which is, is, is harder than uh, <laughs> two back-to-back -back calculus courses. I mean, so not only do you have someone who's playing good, your caddy is probably on top of their game, too. So uh, very interesting and fun week out there. But, yes, conditions have changed. So, Joe, uh, what uh, have you talked to Stacy at all, and what uh, adjustments uh, remind her of what adjustments to make? Or is she such a veteran she can make those on her own? She is a veteran, and we actually worked on a couple of things. But uh, I think, as as you both know, you know, as, as the old saying goes, is putting is impo an important part of this game. And I tell every parent and every kid. You have absolutely no idea how important putting is. And, of course, yesterday, those greens really basically mm -hmm. put their fangs out for all the players. They dried up. They got a little bit crusty. And, it, you know, it, that, that's the, the neatest thing about putting. You know, Harold, you know this, too. It's, it's, yep. uh, yeah, it's a game within a game. But, you know, the conditions, really putting can be different between the first hole and the 18th hole, especially if those greens start to get a little dry and a little quick, as you know, they were fast out there yesterday. So adjusting a little bit on the putting and then uh, working a little bit with the wedges, 
just because uh, <laughs> uh, coaches noticed it and caddies noticed it, there's a lot of elevated approach shots to greens, and you really mm-hmm. realize that when you're walking up the hill to go mark your ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's. It's really tough to pick out your landing areas, and then you know you walk uphill to pick a landing area. You walk back downhill, and my goodness, by that time I would have forgotten where my landing area was. What I what I did notice is that the the greens were really rolling out. So it, it wasn't just the putting that was a challenge. It was if you missed a green, you had a tough little chip shot. You're exactly correct, and uh, you know I, I know. Harold, I know you harp on it all the time. I harp on it all the time. But go watch an LPGA event. And better yet, if you don't think that the ladies can do it better than you, and I assure you they can, go watch a PGA event. You're going to see a lot of work from 80 yards in all day long on those shots. And this is a true test. As you just said, how far do you hit your 54? Uh, I don't know. You know. Well, here's a condition right. where you have to know where you hit it because your caddy says, I need this to go between 70 and 73 yards. You better know how that's done. Well, for, uh, for amateurs uh, that play frequently, not just weekend warriors, but, but people that spend some time and actually go out and do practice, when you start working in that close-in game, how do you approach it with your LPGA students to really dial in, okay, the difference between how I make a swing for 75 yards to 65 yards to 60 yards and selecting a club that's appropriate for the shot? Well, I'm going to give you three quick things that they, at the average player, and once you learn these, by the way, you're no longer going to be an average player. You're going to be a better player. Uh, you know, we've all heard there's a clock system, swing to 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, and I, I had a student look at me once who said, is that Central Time or Eastern? And I said, oh boy. <laughs> and Mina Harrigay, years ago, said, I, I know this, she goes, I don't like the clock thing. And I said, well, why don't you just swing one to your ribs and one to your shoulder? And she said, ribs and shoulder? Who doesn't like barbecue? <laughs> so right. that is her. Literally, she takes a swing where she feels like the grip of the club is off of her ribs and another one where it's off of her shoulders. You learn those two distances. And then as James Seekman, one of the greatest short game guys in the world, has said to more than one student, you already know what your full wedge goes because you hit that. Now, if you decide to hit that full wedge one more or two more yards, then you know what it goes. You deserve every evil that is about to come your way. (laughs) <laughs> and he's absolutely right because you can go get another club and give it a ribs or a shoulder. But if you try and get one or two more yards out of the wedge, and, and boy, have we all done it. Yeah, you can knife those or chunk them real easy. Uh, I've done it. Uh, we're at a golf course here at the Oregon Golf Club where you have a lot of elevation changes uh, and uneven lies and fairways. Um how would you instruct your students uh, to play those? I know they're all different, but give us a little tip there. Well, if you ever, the, the first thing is your natural tendency, whether you're uphill or down, downhill or sidehill, is to kind of work against or lean into for balance. Once you get that and you're balanced, now try and get your body, and the easiest way to think of it is a standard uphill shot, if you can get your body, because you're probably leaning into the hill a little bit for balance, now start to shift a little bit and feel like your belt line and your shoulder line match what the ground is doing. And, you know, if there was ever a reason for a selfie stick, if you didn't have a lot of friends, that would be a good time to take a picture and see what it looks like. 
But if you can get your body to match the hill, that's going to provide you the best chance to make solid contact because essentially you are making you like the hill, which means you're on a level line. Otherwise, now we've got to start moving the ball around, maybe change the face a little bit because it's going to shoot one direction or another. But if you can level yourself with the hill, you, you have essentially created a level lie, and that's going to give you good contact, which is really important. Uh, you may also have to ch- uh, change the clubs you select. Most players select a club based on yardage and not on circumstance. How would you change that? Uh, let's say an uphill lie, how would you change uh, your clubs? Well, and that's the beauty of it is you're, in general, you can kind of go back one club. If, In other words, if I'm going to hit a 7-iron, I'm now essentially turned that 7-iron into an 8-iron. I'm going to hit my 7-iron 150, but it's it's going to go 150 yards in the air instead of 150 yards forward. So you almost always want to take one extra club going uphill and one less club going downhill because you've taken some of the loft off of that. And that's probably, you know, and the, the, the biggest key, you start talking about side hill lies, but I had a player who, uh, Sandra Changaju, who for many, many years played the tour and loved the Portland Open, by the way, always played good there. And she would always say, when I start to feel off balance, that's when I know I've got a two-club difference. She's, and I hope you kind of get that. Some, yeah, I'm on a yeah. hill, and the other one is like, whoa, I've really got to work to keep my balance here. Well, then it's probably a two-club change. Joe Hallett, our guest, joehalletgolf.com. And uh, for those of us that, that have followed the LPGA Tour over the years, been out here to the Portland's Opens, uh, the Canby Portland Classic, we will tell you, if you want to study golf swings that are going to be more adept to what you have the capability of doing, come watch the ladies because the guys just can't. Bryson DeChambeau is such a freak, and, and Tony Finau, that's, that's unrealistic. Uh, who are you watching? Obviously, uh, Stacy and, and her form and her swing, but who do you use as a good model for anybody that wants to see proper technique and a smooth swing to try and work off of uh, out here on the LPGA Tour? I, I will boast on one of my rookies, Maya Schechter, who is a six-foot-tall UNC graduate, and uh, a fellow uh, Portland uh, native Christopher Smith caddied for her this week, and he said, man, she is the female Ernie L's. There is nothing that gets under her skin, and I know she had a tough go of it the second day. But he goes, man, the tempo and just the way she hits that ball. And if you really wanted to look at technicals, um, and I mean almost the human specimen of a golf swing, Ann Van Dam might have one of the most technically perfect swings you will ever see. Perfect posture, great positions in the swing. And here's that key word that we all like in our swing, but we never seem to get it, balance. She takes a cut at that ball and is always in balance when she finishes. And she's someone, if, if you're feeling good about how you hit your tee shot, watch her tee off at number one and then quietly pull the bill of your cap down and walk back to the clubhouse. <laughs> I've got a little work to do. <laughs> there you go. You can find out more about uh, Joe and uh, his instruction, joehallettgolf.com. Uh, it was great to see you out here, and uh, hopefully we can get play going here. Maybe not today. looks like a Monday finish, but uh, hopefully that will allow the players, maybe with a little softer grains, to uh, be able to put some scores up this weekend. Thanks so much. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for what you do for the game and keeping it fun.
You bet. And that's, uh, that's part of the, uh, the challenge here, uh, keeping it fun. But, uh, but Joe makes it fun. Stacy's been with him since uh, she got out on tour and uh, uh, loves the instruction that she gets. And you hear he's, he's tutoring quite a few players on the LPGA Tour. Well, uh, Joe's a good teacher. Uh, good teachers keep things simple. Uh, and there go the, ribs and shoulders. Yes, it's so easy to complicate this game and to keep it simple. Uh, really helps your student along, giving them an analogy or a uh, a vision, a way to feel what you're doing is so critical. And sometimes it's just a, a one sentence tip that you can give them that they can go out and play better and improve on. So uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll have a little bit uh, look ahead to the Ryder Cup next weekend out at Whistling Straits. The teams have been put together. Uh, looks to be a great competition. Uh, Europeans think they might have a slight advantage here. Uh, <laughs> really? We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, the U.S., uh, a lot of more questions, a lot more turmoil. I don't know if there's actual turmoil, but there seems to be a lot more noise coming out of the U.S. room than the European room. We'll discuss that, let you know how the rest of the day sets up here live from the Oregon Golf Club in West Lynn at the Cambia Portland Classic. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We got Center and Saint Tailgate following us. Dirt uh, stepping in. He's going to be with Andrew Nemec there in the studio for an hour. We'll have a reprisal of the Oregon Ducks coaches show, and then uh, Andy and Anthony Newman get you going at noon for Ducks game day. They take on Stony Brook. Four thirty kick this afternoon. All that coming up on the fan. Thanks again to Joe Hallett for joining us. Tom Abbott from the Golf Channel. As uh, we wrap things up, uh, the rain is not letting up. It's looking, we're waiting, everybody is waiting for the formal announcement. Uh, it just doesn't seem like they're going to be able to play today. And the question becomes, how much more rain is coming? Because they need it to stop. Then they need to get the course ready. Are they going to be able to play 72 holes? Well, <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. Uh, and there's so much water out there right now on the greens. Uh, it's, it'd be crazy to try and uh, squeegee that off. Um, the putting greens. We're just outside the uh, the putting greens here, the practice putting greens, and uh, half of them 
uh, or just water. Yeah. Uh, and the wind is really blowing right now, yeah. too. So uh, I don't think we're going to be looking at uh, golf today, although we haven't gotten an official. Not official word, but everybody is preparing themselves for it. Right now, uh, play supposed to start at 1115 but not sure how that is going to be possible so uh but go to the website so you can go to lpga.com uh or portland classic uh golf.com um and the, you'll get updates uh right there or the lpga on twitter in fact uh let's see did we just get it there it is uh play is canceled for the day um and so they'll have more updates. But play is canceled for today due to the sustained and clement weather. And then we'll see uh, if it'll be a 54-hole event finishing tomorrow. If they'll play 72 holes, as we mentioned, they got to get to Arkansas for the next event next week. Next week is the Ryder Cup. Whistling Straits, U.S., right. uh, looking for some home course advantage. Uh, they've got a lot of issues. Uh, you got the uh, bryson Brooksy sort of situation. Uh so for Captain Steve Stricker, you've got some youngsters, Scotty Scheffler there, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley uh, in for the first time, some veterans like Spieth, Dustin Johnson uh, as well. And they've got Daniel Berger, Patrick Cantlay, Harris English, so uh, a lot of fresh blood, and hopefully that kicks in. But if you were Captain Stricker, I think the foursomes are going to be where this thing is won or lost. I, do I leave Bryson out of foursomes? Uh, I don't know who I put him with. Like, I would play, like, I think Cantley and English could be a devastating foursome team for the Americans. Absolutely. Well, you're looking at personality uh, issues yeah. here. I got Spieth and Scheffler, a couple of UT Longhorn graduates who I think would be great because Scheffler can hit it a mile and Spieth is a wizard around the greens. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who. You might put him with Xander Shoffley, who is a pretty even-keeled guy. So I see Shoffler uh, and Morikawa. Being a good fit. Yeah, it would, but, you, you you know, we want to... You want a little fire there? Yeah. Um, you want a little bit of fire. You want to keep Duchambeau from doing something stupid. And uh, I just... I don't think I put him in a foursome thing. I think he's so unique and he's so in his head that putting him in alternate shot would just kill you. Well, you do know his uh, Ryder Cup record is... Uh, Oh, and three. Yeah. He he is not one. So, and I like any matches. A, 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 a matchup I like. I like Justin Thomas and Tony Finau. I think that would be fantastic. Really? I think they could win both their matches. Well, a quick couple of quick stats. Um, the U.S. in its team, as it's made up now, has 24 total wins. Uh, the Euros, as their team is made up right now, has 77 wins. Yeah, I know. So It's going to uh, be an uphill battle. Yes, but, but since 2008, American rookies are 40, 29, and 17. So the out. fact that we've got six rookies on the team I says a lot, it says a lot for the American yeah. team being successful. Huge thank you to Jeff Rust here today. We want to thank Tom Melitis. I want to thank uh, Connor Laubenstein, the media coordinator here, uh, and the Etzel Agency for all their uh, support for us all week long. Thanks again to Tom Abbott and Joe Hallett. That'll wrap it up for us. Center and St. Tailgate Edition is next. For Harold, I'm Jason. Hit them straight. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. 
Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.